When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World because we're here, we just watched episode three, and we're ready to talk about it and we're gearing to go. Let's go. Tanya, we're, what's we're the episode called? To go. What's the what's the episode called? Notorious. Just kidding. We can't we gotta like I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. We did that one time on accident, and now I think we should just do it every time on purpose. Whatever you want. And every episode I'm gonna act like it was an accident. So <gasps> Can you believe we just did that? Oh my gosh, we're so cute. Yeah, so cute. Uh, so, hi. Hello. Can, are we saying hi to each other or are we saying hi to them? We're saying, but see, and this is where it, this gets really confusing. We do a podcast together, right? Yes. Correct? Absolutely. We live together, correct? Uh-huh. uh-huh. We've been dating for a long time. Yeah. We're, you know, whatever we're doing. We like, go on dates sometimes. You know how yes. we go on dates sometimes. Otherwise, we just, like, share a building. But, like, we do stuff. We hang out. We talk. We are, we exist together all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we sit down, and then we record a show. So it's hard to do, like, that whole, like, great, catch it up this week. Like, hey, everybody. So, because we've been talking all day. Have we, though? Well, we've been around each other all we've day. We've been around each other. We don't talk that much. No, but we've still been together. Yeah, so, it's not like, oh, Tanya. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well demonstrated. Thank you for your input. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so, we're here this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thanks. For season two, episode three of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Why did that seem like more of a mouthful than usual? Because you're half asleep, I think. I'm not. Okay. I had soda and coffee. Okay. I think I had too much caffeine. Really? Okay, so tell me stuff. About the show or no, just no, no, in just general? Use that caffeine. Come on, let's go. Um, Today, I took Aubrey to this place called the Zen Lounge, and I didn't know it existed until today, but I met the owner of it last week. And she's really awesome. And so this week I went, they were having like an event over there. And now I think I'm going to go do yoga there every once in a while. Because you can just drop in and pay for a class. Huh. Okay. Bet you didn't know that. I didn't. Okay. See, I just proved you wrong. What'd you prove wrong? That we don't have anything to talk about. So we've been together all day. Episode three is called? Notorious. B-I-G, right? Sing it. What? Notorious. Oh, um, biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes you're work. Never. Sometimes you're Never mind. No? No, that's not the one. I know. I know what you wanted and you can't have it. Why? Um, because nobody knows what that song is. What? Who has, please, by a show of hands, how many of you have watched Lemonade Mouth? No, that, what? Isn't that notorious? No. Notorious. No, that's... Determinate. (laughs) You're supposed to sing Notorious. What is Notorious? I'm not going to sing it. I'm not the singer. You're the singer. I'm not a singer. Yes, you are. You sang our theme song. No one knows that. It's a different person. You did not sing our theme song. We paid and had a celebrity come in and do a theme song for us. The same person who sang the theme song from Boy Meets World Season 1. Yes. That's who no, sang our theme song. There was no person singing in Boy Meets World Season 1. Yes, there was. Wasn't there? No. No? Hey, so episode <laughs> three is called Notorious. And let me just say, before we get into anything else, uh, I think it's clear. No theme song this season. Well, that's a bummer. Because I made a whole new theme song for our show. I should have just done like a... What? Are you dying? Are you a dying cat? (laughs) Because that's all that happens at the beginning of Boy Meets World this season. No, you just... You made us better than Boy Meets World this season. (laughs) Wow. Okay. We are far superior. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, do you want to blurb me up? I'm blurbing. Hold on. Well, wow, you're talking five feet away from the microphone. I'm blurbing. I'm trying to keep the phone far away so it doesn't make that noise. That is a good plan, but you can't talk away. All right, so the blurb for Notorious is, Corey learns that it's hard to do the right thing, especially when everyone you know has a different idea about right and wrong. I don't get it. 
What do you mean? So what happens? Uh, We're about to talk about what happens. We watched the show two times Mm -hmm. five minutes ago. This episode was written by Jeff Sherman and was directed by, I don't think, it was Megan Trainor's grandpa. He was David Trainor. Okay. So I guess we don't need to say that unless it changes. I don't know. It doesn't change at all this season. So So like if it changes eventually. I think I still got to say it. If I don't say it, I'm going to feel incomplete. What if David Trainer listens to our show and is like, they didn't What's a mention show? me? <laughs> Stop making fun of me. What if he listens and then like we don't mention his name and he's like, what? Why didn't they mention my name? I'm. Here's the thing. I'm gonna have to say it. I have to say it every time now. It's a thing in my head that I have to do. Okay, then do it. It's fine. Nobody's criticizing you. Nobody's criticizing anything. That's true. <laughs> um, so, what do classroom or not? Do we start in the classroom? We do not. This that's three in a row. What's going to happen? Do you think we're ever going to start in the classroom? I don't think so. I think it's hallway or not is now the no, question. We're not doing that. We're no? sticking with classroom or not. We're playing the hits. Okay. I just want to, because the day, if it ever happens, it's going to be incredible. It is. It is. And on that day, I will not say that David Trainer directed that episode. Can we also play Topanga or not? Well, not yet, because it seems like she's on a back burner for this season. She wasn't in this one at all. No. So Topanga or not? No. Okay. No, no. Topanga. All right. So we start in the hallway. No, we don't. We yes, start we in the do. hallway. Um, we start in the newspaper room. No. Corey and Sean are coming down the hallway, and they hear, like, sex noises That's coming true. from... The newspaper they hear, room. oh, Eric, don't stop. Eric, that feels so good. And what does Corey do when he thinks sex is going on? Bursts in the room nice. every time. Every time. It, it it works every time. Yes. Makes sex noises. Corey shows up. So the next time they can't find him because he's out roaming the streets or whatever. Somebody just needs to make sex noises. And then, boom, Corey appears. Yep. Uh, so he opens the door, looks in. Eric is giving a girl a back rub. Mm-hmm. Uh, a girl who is sitting at a computer. In 1994, like that old boxy computer monitor. Yep. Off white, like it used to be white, but now it's kind of yellowy. Yeah, she also looks like she's 40 years old. She does. (laughs) She looks like she's 40 and she's just typing away, um, using big words when she's talking to Eric. She's very, very... Vociferous. Huh? She's very vociferous. What does that mean? I think it means wordy, but now that I've said it... It sounds like a dinosaur. I'm not sure. Vesaurus. Um, yeah, talk about what's going on in this scene real quick while I look up Vesaurus. Okay, so Eric is giving her back rub. She's demeaning him at every turn as he's doing this. And Corey and Sean walk in with a cage full of rats um, and say that Eric needs to give them a ride home from school. And um, I can't remember exactly what happens except for that uh, Sean and Corey attack this girl with their rats that are named Sean and Corey. Well, vociferous. Oh, goodness. It means vehement or clamorous. It, it seems like it kind of means wordy, but it doesn't mean um, like intelligent wordy. It just means wordy. For so, word's sake. Yeah. Uh, quote, he was a vociferous opponent of the takeover. So I think this is NXT about takeover? NXT. Yeah, this is about a wrestling thing. So The wrestlers were vociferous? Uh-huh. Okay. I can't wait until there's more wrestling in Boy Meets World. Will there be more? Is that a thing that's going to happen? Yes, there is some. I can't wait to tell you about it on a future episode of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. <laughs> that's the guy who sang our, sang our theme song. Uh, he just popped in? Yeah. On Skype. Uh, <laughs> we just have Skype up. Yeah, in our ears. <laughs> what? All right. So, yeah. They, uh, they scare... What's her name? They scare know. newspaper girl away. Newspaper middle-aged girl mm-hmm. away. Yeah. She's uh, terrified of rats. Well, she finishes typing with the article. She says, Finny. And Eric goes, um, <laughs> It's Feeny. It's Feeny. And she says, No, Finny is French for finished. And he says, Oh, our neighbors to the north. Mm-hmm. The French. Good joke, Eric. And so anyway... And she hates him because he's not smart. Right. I'm not really sure. I guess, so 
on the second viewing of this episode, I think I realized that chances are she only used him to be close to Feeney. She knew that Feeney was his next door neighbor. She used him to get the article. Um, what? Yeah, because it doesn't seem like she's really into him. She's using him for the back rubs and so that he does things for her. Maybe, but she says, thank you so much for your help on this article, Eric. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I mean, I heard her say that, but I didn't get that at all. But Because, I mean, she came out of nowhere. She got this killer article, this hot breaking article about the new principal. Right. Uh, principal Weenie. <gasps> Spoiler. I can't believe you just did that. Um, so Eric and newspaper girl run out of the room. Yeah. Eric is like chasing after her because he's trying to save the relationship. And Sean and Corey are left with their rats, Sean and Corey, in the newspaper room. Also, say goodbye to these rats. You never see them again after this moment. What happens to them? They probably died. One of them had a skin condition and one of them chewed on lock. So he ate metal and died. Um, Sean, well, no, I'm sorry, Corey realizes the computer's still open and goes, oh, look what we can do. What if, because the headline is, new principal is Feeney. Or it says some, does it just say new principal or does yeah. it say something about big, new, big news or no, something? No, it just says new principal oh. is Feeney. Because then he changes Feeney yeah, he to goes, Teeny. What if this, our new principal was Teeny? Huh? Uh, Which I thought was actually very funny. Was very funny. Yes. And then uh, they start going through the alphabet. Beanie. Which is a very like Deanie. us thing to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, new principal is Weenie. And they laugh. They have a little joke. And they decide. Corey changes it back. Yeah. Corey says, we can't do this. It was That was fun for a minute, but we, we're done. Right, Sean? And Sean is like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not. You're right. Not going to. We're not going to do that. Corey leaves. Sean does not. Corey basically says with great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man and. And while this is happening, the janitor has come in and is like cleaning up trash and stuff Mm -hmm. in there. Um... And Sean looks back at the computer with a smirk on his face and says, yeah, I'm coming just a minute, Corey. Dun, 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 dun. This episode was very much like reminiscent of a play. Like it was very, um, and now we're at a new scene. And like the way that it was set up reminded me of a, a of a play. The way that the scenes transitioned. Okay, all right. I'm not sure I see it, but there's one specific instance where um, they moved the set. <laughs> <laughs> but it is sort of like this weird thing because they're. There aren't a bunch of kids like in the hallway at school. Mm-hmm. Jason and Eric. Oh, we get to say hi to Jason again. We're so f- not here. No, yet. I'm just telling you about this part. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you about the scene and why it reminded me of a play. Okay. Okay. All right. So Eric and Jason are talking in one part of the hallway in ten minutes, and then, and then like they walk off the scene in and they minutes. walk past Corey and Sean who are also sitting in the hallway 10 minutes later and it's very play like okay uh so we'll get to that in a little bit what a tease um <laughs> yeah so then blah 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 they run out of the hallway one of them falls oh yeah eric is running up the hallway the janitor's mopping and that was one of my favorite parts of the episode is where the janitor's <laughs> yeah, mopping like, and he goes, wet out there. it's wet back there. And then Eric just keeps running in here. Ow! And he goes, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> as an adult, who hasn't thought that? Where you're like, hey, don't, that's going to hurt. You're going to fall. And then they fall and you're like, yeah. Told you. Yeah. Good. That's what you get. I said, I told you mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Um, anyway. So. Do we go to the next day? Yeah, we go to the next day at school. It's um, the paper has come out, and uh, Mr. Turner is sitting in front of the class reading about the Scarlet Letter, telling them about the Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks, <laughs> "What does A stand for?" Yeah, he says, "What does A stand for?" And Mr. Matthews and Corey says, "Boring," <laughs> which is dumb. <laughs> but and then all the cat class laughs, and Mr. Turner says, "Now, class, don't laugh at him." Because 
he's never seen an A before, which is good. Sick yeah. burn, Mr. Turner. Yeah. Um, Actually, Mr. Turner was good this episode. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Funny how that worked. Um, you Turner hater. So I told you I was open to him growing on me. <laughs> yeah, you did. So uh, while he's talking about the Scarlet Letter, he goes, this could be ripped. This could be ripped from today's headlines. And then pulls up the newspaper. And the whole Fancy class that. starts laughing because... It says... Weenie. Yeah, it says weenie on it. Yeah. <laughs> weenie. You know, like a weenie. Yeah, and here comes Mr. Weenie himself walking into the classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, um, you know, whoever did this, man, woman, or child, whatever, <laughs> uh, confess now and your punishment won't be too bad. He says, him... Her or they. What? Because he knew it was they. Hmm. I thought he was like, he had figured out preferred pronouns before they were a thing. No. So, he, it cuts to Corey and Sean sitting there, like, trying very hard to be inconspicuous, and so therefore being extra conspicuous, you know, that whole, that whole gag. Yeah. And, um, Corey's not as bad. Sean looks like he's... His mm-hmm. eyes are like rolling way back in his head, and yeah. And if you watch, if you watch Feeney in this scene, he's you know looking around the room, mm-hmm. but making it clear he thinks it's they. Yes. Uh, but if you watch Mr. Turner in the background, he is staring daggers at Sean and Corey, mm-hmm. like just glaring. Um. So he, they, everybody, this, this building now, with seventh through twelfth grade, probably. I, Actually, 2,000 students, because at one point in the episode, they say that. Yeah. And they just immediately know Did that it was... these two 7th graders? Corey and Sean, who changed the newspaper. Like, how many people would have had access to that room? So many. Like, that one girl is not the only person who had access to that room. Also, they're high schoolers. I don't care how smart and vociferous the newspaper girl is. She could have done it. Yeah. She's a high schooler. Yeah, it's it's really crazy to me that out of all of those kids, they would be like, well, it's got to be Sean and Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we find out that the janitor had spoken up. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and said that they were the last people who had been in the room. That's true. And Mr. Weenie was like, uh, again? Mr. Weenie has a different accent today. Ah, uh, again? <laughs> so, <laughs> he has a different accent every week. And um, so they imply that, hey, you have to come forward or, you know, you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to home. Yeah, I we're think. at home now. Well, first, I think the first part at home is uh, Alan and Eric mm-hmm. are in the kitchen. Alan, yeah, Alan and Eric are in the kitchen. Alan says, how was your day? And Eric says, look, look at the newspaper. And, and Alan thinks it's fantastic. Yeah, Alan opens it up and it says, Principal is weenie. And he laughs. And Eric goes, no, because this, this was my one chance to, to bang a smart girl. He, he doesn't does say not that. say that. He doesn't say that, but it's implied. Um, he says, you know, no smart girl's ever going to like me. Um, and it's all because of this. Like, she wrote him a letter, a note. Yeah. That said that like, his... intellect was bad and it was pulling her down and it was terrible like it was really mean it was but she's vociferous i'm just gonna use that word the entire episode um just so i can use one you're just you're gonna be using that word for the rest of your life now because once you pick a word it's uh, just let me tell all you the time let me tell you as soon as i edit this episode and i hear myself say it 19 times never gonna want to say it again really yeah uh so then Alan is talking to, to Eric, and he says, Hey, look, you'll find the girl for you. One day, love will walk up behind you and just wrap, wrap you, you in its gentle arms. And then Amy's walking behind him as he says that and smacks him in the back of the head. And it's like, you forgot to clean the garage. Mm-hmm. And Amy has Morgan with her, so we yeah. might have a Morganism. Hashtag we do. Hashtag, Wait. no, that's not how it works. <laughs> It's it's hashtag Morganism time. It's hashtag Morganism time. What's our theme song? It's Morgan. Yeah. Thanks, 
Skype. Thank, thank God she didn't disappear. Thank you, Skype person who made our theme song you're for welcome. coming back and singing for me again. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so uh, they're there talking and, and discussing this whole situation. Um, I don't think... Corey and Sean haven't come in yet, no, have they? No, they haven't. So um, <laughs> We just watched this episode twice. Alan, <laughs> Alan still has the newspaper in front of him and... Amy sees it and is like, that's not good. And Morgan goes, weenie, weenie. <laughs> and they discuss the situation a little bit more. Corey walks in during this and they immediately look at him. Um, Eric's like, you, you're the cause of all of this. And they're like, Corey, is this true? Did you do this? Well, He's because like, Eric. I definitely did not do this. Mm-hmm. He says, I did not do this and I did not do this. Yes. And um, so you know, they're there. It's obvious that Sean did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what they said to him here, but it they tell him he needs to figure out what he what what needs to happen here. Right. And Morgan goes, Weenie, it says Weenie. <gasps> I can read. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, he snorted. He I did laughed. snort. I snorted because it caught me off guard because every time she was saying weenie, I was thinking, God, she can't read. She's five. She's not reading yet. Right. And then she says it and I laughed. Yeah. Laughed very hard. Alden and Morgan just share a brain. They're like the same person. Weenie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then they're back at school and um, Sean has now. Well, yeah, Corey goes up to Sean and he's like, hey. This this got to stop. We're done, right? That's that's it. It was a fun prank. No more. And Sean says, yeah. Anyway, come here. Look what I did. People were starting to think it wasn't me and my legacy wasn't going to live on. Right. He We um, glossed over a part in the hallway where um, Corey is saying, nobody knows it's you. And Sean has tried to get Harley Kiner's attention and um, stuff so that people would know it's him. Uh and nobody is figuring out that it's him except for the teachers. Right. Like, everybody else is like, mm, we don't know who this is. And girls are going by and like, if my boyfriend did this, then I would do whatever he wanted. Which is like the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Why? You wouldn't do that for a guy who changed the newspaper? Uh-oh. Anything? Call the Washington Post. <laughs> I need if the it was the Washington Post, then you have done something big. Yeah. What'd you do? I changed the name to Weenie. <laughs> Who's? Washington Post. No, just the Weenie Post? Weenie Post. <laughs> I can't oh, wait to no. get my Sunday newspaper tomorrow. Like a old person. But it's Monday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, Sean calls Corey over and he's like, yeah, come here. Look, people were starting to think it wasn't me and I can't have, I got to have a legacy. I need my legacy to be intact. So... And he shows him the door, the principal's door, which is conveniently just right in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. And it says uh, Principal Weenie, but the W is clearly painted on and dripping. Mm-hmm. And Corey goes, "You're not. it's not even dry yet. It's dripping. And he reaches up and he touches it and just goes about his business. And everyone goes, uh-oh. Yeah. Because... Uh- does Mr. Feeney come by now? Well, yeah. The Mr. Feeney, Mr. Feeney and the janitor oh, come by. Oh, yeah. The janitor runs by and is like, there he is, Mr. Feeney. There he is. Because Sean has walked away. Mm-hmm. And it's just Corey there now standing by the evidence. And Mr. Feeney walks over behind the janitor and says, Miss, Mr. Matthews, I knew that you were the perpetrator. Well, he doesn't say he knew he was a no, perpetrator. No, he, he basically implies that he knew, like, he knew that he was a part of it somehow. Yeah, because Corey's like, I didn't do it, I He's swear. Like, my hands are clean. And then he raises up his hands. And they're uh, not clean. Duh, Corey. Everybody, Corey. Everybody else saw it coming. Ugh, we saw it Corey in the weenie, the weenie post. <laughs> it, was, it was on the newspaper, the weenie post. All right, so uh, Mr. Feeney says... We're going to talk about this. You have to tell me who did this. Who did it? And Corey says, I can't tell you. And Mr. Feeney says, okay, we have until 3.30 p.m. tomorrow. We're going to have a meeting. And if you, if I don't know who does this by then, then you're going to be suspended. Yeah. So Corey runs along home, scampers on home to talk to his parents. 
mm-hmm. who are sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I need you to go over this because I feel like you can deliver Alan's lines very well. What, are the, what were Alan's lines? Um, this We're not going home yet. We, we're just cutting back and forth. Did we just watch this episode or what, Tanya? We just watched it twice. I thought uh, we went home now. No, we're, we're in the hallway now and Eric and Jason are talking. Oh, this mm-hmm. is that part. Eric and Jason Marsden. Yes, who is not James Marsden's brother. Turns out we found that out during but the episode. But they're best friends. They are best friends. And their wives are best friends and have been since they were six years old. The Marsdens. Yep. But they're not brothers. They are not. Now you know. Also, I didn't realize that Jason Marsden has a very, very successful career. Didn't know. Yeah. Like, I knew a... he was, like, in a bunch of stuff in the 90s. But he is... It's the 90s, Tanya. Ugh. So He's like the most famous person right now in the 90s. Yeah. Because of his skin on Boy Meets World, which is all he's done up to this point. Is it? I don't think so. I think he was oh on God. like All My Children and a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay, cool. You tell me what happens in the hallway then. Oh. Uh... uh <laughs> they're talking. Uh-huh. And well, Eric is in the depths of despair. Just the depths of despair because well, he lost his... He lost his smart girlfriend. And he tried to win her back and... and it didn't work Jason's out Jason's like, what did she say? And it was something mean. Yeah. And... Go ahead. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh... I'm sorry we're not talking about the Marsden brothers. <laughs> um, so... He's Eric basically is like, I can't do this whole girl thing anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I can't deal with my... What does he say? He's like... Uh, something about troubled bag, like... A trouble bag? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. I remember thinking it was ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but and it is something bag, but mm-hmm. it's... it's Is it like bag of despair? Or... Something like that. Okay. If, if there's another bag of despair coming towards sad me... Sad bag. Sad... Sad, sad sack. Are you... Doing okay? No, I'm trying to think of what it was. I'm trying to help. Okay. it. We can just say something. Something. Bag. So, bag. Eric says... <laughs> Eric you, is a bag. Oh, my God. Eric says, if there's another sad bag lady <laughs> of despair in my life, if you see another one coming towards me, you direct me in the other direction because I do not need this. I'm done with women for my junior year. That's it. Um, I need to focus on my studies. And what happens? They go a door to opens. walk out and he bumps into a sad bag. He runs into a girl. Uh, she spills her coffee? Something. Something like that. tea, I think. Something like that. She spills something all over the two of them. He's like, my shoe. So I'm sorry. He doesn't have that accent. She does. (laughs) He's like, my shoes. And she goes, my shoes. And he says, oh, my pants. And she's like, my pants. She wasn't wasn't wearing pants. Well, whatever she said. Goodness gracious. She was wearing a dress. This is where you interject? Yes, because this is where I realize I love the wardrobe choices for this season so much. And at this moment, I started watching like background people's outfits. Because I love Hold on. the fashion from 1994 I'm gonna give you, so I, much. I, I'm going to give you the floor here in a second. Okay. Just let me, let me concede something. Okay. I couldn't care less about what any of these characters are wearing. They're wearing clothes. That's ideal. That's it. But I recognize, and this is me being a big person, right? Uh-huh. Um, I recognize that there has to be, there has to be, People out there who are inter- interested in this as well. So, Tanya, you get your your fashion corner. Okay, so this is Tanya's fashion corner. So far... Can you think of a better name? Because I can't. Tanya's fashion corner? I feel like it should be like something. We'll f- we'll something Boy Meets World related. Anyway, so, so far in this episode, Corey has worn... A really great plaid shirt. It's got yellow and black. It is Hufflepuff colors. I need a Hufflepuff plaid shirt. Um, There has been like bowling shirts. Harley and Joey both wear like button up like bowling shirts. Very, very cool. Um, The girl that Eric meets is wearing this like sort of overall jumper dress 
that is very cute. It's like spaghetti straps, but it's uh overall jumper dress. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Alden is playing Sudoku or something it's, on the Switch right pick, now. It's because Picross. I'm, Picross. <laughs> because I'm talking about clothes. Switches don't exist yet, Tanya. Good point. He's... I like. <laughs> um, there's just been some really, really great fashion. And that has been Tanya's fashion corner until the girl comes back into the school later wearing a really cute slip dress. I, mean, I think the fashion corner should be one segment. Yeah, but... I the... can't possibly play Switch four times an episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, like, everyone walking through the school is just very, very cute. And I love 90s fashion. It's my favorite. Okay. Well. Other than 40s fashion. That's my second favorite. Well, it's my first favorite. And then 90s fashion. I love it. Okay. And end scene. Let's so, go. So, my pants. And Not pants. he goes, my hair. And she goes, <gasps> and she looks up and she looks into his eyes. And she's just like, oh, my. Mm-hmm. So that's how I felt when I looked into your eyes. Okay, cool. Before fashion corner. Yeah. So, uh, Jason goes, um, hello, sad sack of despair. And Eric goes, yeah, uh, beautiful or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Jason goes, sad sack of despair. And And he's just like, yeah, Eric goes, Hey, do you have anything to do right now? And he goes, Nope. And he goes, good. And he takes his notebook and he throws it surprisingly far. Like 8,000 feet. He throws it across the entire school. I, so what's? it's not surprising that he threw it that far. It's surprising that he made it look like he wasn't even moving. Like, it yeah. almost looked like CGI happened. And he just, like, flicked, flicked his it. wrist. And it flew 100 yards and scored a touchdown in the Well, it also went, game. like, through the door. Mm-hmm. It he had a really serious like left hook. I can't he, believe he flicked his wrist. The books and notebooks go flying really far and out the door. And as that happens, a girl walks around the corner, and I'm just like, "Oh, she! How did she know that she wasn't gonna die?" Right. So anyway, Jason has to go pick up his notebook, and Eric goes off with the girl. Right. Uh, because she says she's a senior, she's new in town. That's right. And, and he's she, like, a senior. And she's like, I need somebody to show me around. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. So he wants that status of dating a senior because right. he's a junior. Um, now we go home, right? Yes. Yes. So this is where Corey goes home and starts to talk to his parents. He's like, basically, hypothetically, uh, if you had a friend... That did something wrong. And they say... And Amy is like, Mr. So Feeney, Sean? And she said, Mr. Feeney called. Uh, we know you're in trouble. And he says, well, I need some. I have something I need to talk about. And she says, um, you can talk to us. We'll force you to actually talk. And that's when he starts to go in. Like, I've got a friend who yeah. did something wrong. And she's like, so Sean. And he's like, not Sean. So... And he keeps talking. And Amy's like, so Sean changed the letter. And, and he's, he's like, like not no, Sean. not Sean. And then he keeps talking a little bit more. And she's like, so you're talking about Sean. And Alan's like, Amy, he said it wasn't Sean. And if if he says it's not Sean, I'm going to believe him. And Corey goes, it's obviously about Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Tell me what happened. Um... Two times we watched this episode. I just talked a bunch. It's your turn. I just talked a bunch. <laughs> we missed that part. Like that. The uh, what, Liberty Bell, whatever her name was. <laughs> oh, her name. Oh, does Tanya know her name? I do. This is Tanya's name corner now, and she's carrying <laughs> a phone right next to the microphone. <gasps> okay, her name. Yes. Desiree. Oh. Desiree. Ua. <laughs> Desiree. Ua. Desiree. Emmeline Hollinger Beaumont. From Georgia. Yeah, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, She's a Georgia peach. I've been to Atlanta. I don't remember a lot of people being like, Hello, everybody. I'm a sweet little farm girl from the city of Atlanta. I feel like that's more, I mean, 
there are the real housewives of Atlanta and they definitely like groomed their daughters to act like that. Um, but I do think like if you read books and stuff or even some of the guests that I've heard on different podcasts, if they are from the surrounding like towns, that is how they are or how they were raised to be like these little like Southern bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's what it is. Like, her parents are rich. They mm-hmm. moved there. She has a car, um, like a nice car. I don't remember what it is. It's got, like, heated seats and stuff. So, anyway. Where did you get that had heated seats? When she tells him to drive it around. And turn the heater on? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't think heated seats were a thing in 1994. I don't know. I feel like they were. Because it's 1994 right now, and I heard it in my head. So, <laughs> I just invented heated seats. <gasps> are we rich now? Yes. Am I a Southern Belle now? Everybody, invest in seated heats. Heated. <laughs> seated heats. <laughs> invest in heated seats. Anyway, vociferous. <laughs> uh, so, Corey's talking to his parents. He's t- talking about how he knows that Sean did it. He wants, he doesn't want to get in trouble. He doesn't know what to do. Um, and... Alan says, what's the worst that that could happen? And Corey says, he's threatening to suspend me. And Amy is like, you'll get a big red letter S on your record forever? She just said S, red letter S, because of the The Scarlet Letter letter tie-in. Yep. And Alan's like, he can't can't tell on his friend. Like, Mm -hmm. our sons have been taught to be loyal to their friends. Like, he can't just tell on him. And there was something he said here that made you laugh really hard, and I don't remember what it was. It also made you laugh really hard, and I can't remember what it was. It's been a long day. (laughs) It's been a long day, and I'm concerned about this episode. I'm not concerned about it. It's fine. Okay. We're fine. So they basically tell him, we can't tell you what to do. Right. And he, like, walks out of the room with that, like, knowing look on his face, like, okay, I've got to be loyal. And I think the next thing we see is he's back at the school Mm -hmm. and he's talking to Sean and he's like, look, like, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell on you. Well, Mr. Feeney comes over to him first and Mr. Feeney says, Mr. Matthews, don't forget we have a meeting at 3.30. You will be suspended if you don't tell me who it was. Right. And that's when Sean comes over and he's like, are you going to tell him? And he's like, what do you think? And he says, oh, thank God, because my dad told me after that whole mailbox bombing, I have one more chance or mm-hmm. I'm going to military school. Right. Um, so Corey's like, well, I mean, you're not you're not going to do anything else. Right. Like everything is done. It's over. And Sean's like, yeah, look at the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And he opens the newspaper and it looks like a retraction. It's like, you know, it's come to our attention that. Um, there was a misspelling of Mr. Feeney's name or of the principal's name. It's actually, and Corey's like, oh, well, this is great. Like it's done. This is what a relief. And Sean's like, keep reading. And it's like, his name is weenie, 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 weenie continued on page three <laughs> and he opens it up and it continues to say weenie, weenie, weenie. This is one weenie. Whatever. Whatever, weenie. Good one. Uh, where'd you get that? Boy meets world. So, I mean, apparently the word weenie has so much power. Mm-hmm. It can do so much damage. Weenie. It's doing damage because that's his last name. And he's, he, well, we'll, okay. we'll get anyway, to that in a second. So, um, Corey looks at Sean and is like, what? Like, why would you do this? And Sean's like, I didn't do this one pan over to Harley Kiner, who is reading the newspaper. He's like, this is, like, brilliant. I'm laughing so hard. This is so great. We're all laughing. This he is says, wonderful. I'm rolling on the floor. Yeah, he's like, I'm rolling on the floor. He was texting before texting was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, And Joey looks, like, super proud of himself. And Joey's like, I did this for you. Well, he's like, because he says, whoever did this is a genius. And Joey's like, you hear that, Frankie? He said, we're geniuses. <gasps> That was really good. Yeah, thanks. I can do a good, like, whiny, lispy voice. (laughs) With that, like, accent, whatever that. Yeah, whatever this accent is. Frankie, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm done with this voice. I'm over it. No, I was enjoying it. It was funny. So anyway, they're very happy. Um, and then Har- Harvey goes. Harley. H- Harley goes. I'm so, I'm so, I'm having a moment right now, guys. Uh, I need to blow my nose on that kid. And they jump over. They're like, hey, kid, it's your lucky day. Mm-hmm. I laughed very hard at that part. You did laugh very hard at that part. <laughs> I was so confused. You love, you, weren't laughing. you love bullying. You love it. So now we go into the classroom and um, Mr. Turner wants to talk to Corey. Well, first he's talking about the Scarlet Letter again. Right. And he's talking about how Hester didn't want to ruin someone else's reputation by telling like she was already in trouble she was already the person like she was already pregnant so no matter what it didn't matter whether she told or not um and so that sort of is saying to Corey, like he's already kind of in trouble and he might as well like carry the burden it's whatever because if he doesn't sean's going to military school which is um shown in the fact that Sean is falling asleep behind Corey and Mr. Turner's like uh Mr. Hunter and Sean like flies up and is like this hey. stands for adultery sir sorry I was just practicing for military school yeah but so Mr. Turner gives a really heartfelt uh TGIF thank god it's Feeney kind of style yeah speech here and he tells Corey like you know, sometimes you just got to stand up for what you think is right. You need to do what you think is best for you and for your friends and blah, blah, blah. He, gives- he, he also explains, like, that Mr. Feeney mm. is new to the school the same way that Corey is new to the school and Mr. Turner is new to the school. Like, they're all new to this place. And if well, Mr. He, Turner were to say... He did the really cool thing that, like, really makes it seem more poignant where uh-huh. he says, like, man, guys like us, me and you... You know, what if I called you Booger? You know, we're new to this school. What if I, tomorrow, I was just like, hey, Booger, what do you think would happen? And Corey's like, well, you wouldn't do that, would you? And he says, well, don't worry about it. But if I did, that would follow you around for the rest of your your school. 25 school. years in this facility. The cause... rest of your time in school, maybe for the rest of your life. That's how much power can be had in first impressions. And Corey's like, yeah, please don't do that. And he says... Yeah, you know, because we're new guys, kind of like Mr. Feeney. You're like, oh my God, yeah, it Mr. Turner. Actually, hadn't even hit me that Mr. Feeney was new at the school. It didn't hit me until that moment. So they go through that whole thing, and um, Corey's like, "So what do you think I should do?" And Mr. Turner goes, "Well, I don't know. I thought by now you would have the answer." <laughs> Which is such a like, it it. He did that whole Mr. Feeney thing, but he just couldn't seal the deal. Yeah. Which was fantastic because it just showed, like, he's new at this. He's getting the hang of it. Mm-hmm. He cares about the kids. He wants to be like Mr. Feeney. He's just not there well, yet. Well, and he, he has wisdom to impart, but he's still learning. Right. And um, it was it was a really sweet moment. And I really, like, that was when I was like, you know what? If Mr. Turner keeps going like this... I can deal with him. Mm-hmm. He's good. Um, so Corey shows up for his afternoon appointment. Mm-hmm. Shows uh, up to Mr. Feeney's office a couple minutes late because Mr. Turner says, just sit down and talk with me. What's he going to do? Suspend you? <laughs> and Corey's like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he sits down with Mr. Feeney late. and and But the first thing he does is he apologizes because what Mr. Turner has told him has actually struck him as like, okay, this really could... Like, he could be called Weenie for the rest of his time as principal. And, like, how would that feel? And this isn't just a random person. Like, this is my neighbor. This is someone who's been in my life. Right. And, uh, yeah, he says basically what Mr. Turner said. Like, it Mm -hmm. must be tough. I know you're new here and you're trying to make an impression. And it's got to be hard being called Weenie. And he says, oh, please. Do you think I haven't been called that five million times? Yeah. He said it was basically his nickname all through school. And then he says, make sure that doesn't leave this room. So it's like a bonding yeah. moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he says, all right, are you going to tell me? Or wait, hold on. I got to do, I'm, I'm so out of practice for Feeny voice. You really are. Maybe it's because you're used to him like talking over the fence or well, something. And because I'm doing like 95 voices now and it's hard. I got that really good Joey impression down. 
that really did redeem you. So Mr. Feeney goes, Mr. Matthews, tell me what happened and who did it. Are you ready to tell me, sir? Is that good? Yeah, I think that was good enough. I think you can use like your normal voice for the rest of this scene. Thank God. Yeah. So Corey says, no, I can't tell you. And Mr. Feeney's like, well, I'm very disappointed in you, Mr. Matthews. And Corey says, like, who do you think I am? Like, I just can't do that. And Mr. Feeney says, I never expected you to. Not for a second did I expect you to tell me. And Corey's so confused. Yeah, he's like, but you, you've been telling me I'm going to be suspended if, if I don't tell you. What do you mean you didn't think I was going to tell you? And he's like, well, as me, the principal of the, of these students, I expect you to tell me. But me, your former teacher, and your neighbor who's watched you grow up from a little boy, I knew, I didn't doubt for a second that you weren't going to turn on your friend. And I think that's admirable. It's basically what he says. Yeah. I don't think he says that, but it's... he basically says that, and it's. Are you about to cry? I feel so emotional about <laughs> it. Like just the thought that like he's he has known Corey for most of his life, mm-hmm. and that he can speak to the character of this like thirteen year old boy, and say like you have this um, character trait that is a positive thing and I've watched you have it and I give you a hard time about a lot of things, but this is something that I admire about you. Can I just say, and I didn't put this together until just now, this just came to me. Through Wiki? No, it didn't come through, oh, okay. through to me through Wiki. I just realized my phone was a little bit too close. Oh. Um, they started this episode with rats and... The entire episode is about Corey deciding whether or not he wants to rat on his friend, Sean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Megan Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But no, uh, really good job, Jeff Sherman. Jeff Sherman was the writer on this one. I had to All look right. that up because kudos, Jeff Sherman. This was such a good episode. Yeah. Anyway, let's <laughs> save save our rating for the end, Tanya. Hey, I wasn't the one doing it. That was all you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Look at you ratting me out. I'm no Corey. I'm notorious. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Corey says, are you going to suspend me now? And he says, no, you're not suspended. Um, and they're walking They're walking out of the office at this point. And he he's says, like, you have detention for the next five days. You'll be with me every day after school. That's punishment enough. Right. And as he's saying this, he's opening the door and he's like... Five days, one day for each letter of the word weenie, mm-hmm. which, and then he like closes the door is like, would be spelled W-E-E-N-I-E, Mr. Hunter. Who was standing behind who the was door. standing behind the door. So Sean turns to Corey and he goes, you told him? And Corey goes, what do you think? And Sean goes, oh no. I'm an idiot. And he turns around, and Mr. Feeney is very angry with him. And he says uh, something to the effect of, you get in far more trouble if you don't come forward. You wouldn't be in much trouble if you came forward. You know, it, it, it takes character to come forward, and that's very important. And he's explaining that now Corey is going to have a punishment because he didn't say anything, um, but he took the fall for it mm-hmm. and sean's like i did it i did it i'm the one who did it and mr Feeney's like well your punishment is gonna be we well, said it's too late yeah well first he's like your punishment is gonna be like worse than you can imagine or something like that and sean's like but i just i just did it i came forward i told you he's like it's too late for you that's that's where the episode ends. Uh, then we do the post-credit scene i don't remember what happened at the post-credit I scene thought it wasn't... that was the post-credit scene no. Yes, it was because um, the in the office they do that weird freeze thing that I don't feel like Boy Meets World always does at the end of episodes. Sometimes they do. They're but... sitting. Corey's sitting at the desk. Feeny's sitting behind the desk, and they finish their talk, and it freezes. So then the post credit scene is when they're walking out of the office. Oh, uh, I guess they ran out of room. But they ran out of room because of a scene we completely forgot to talk about. 
Oh, uh, yeah. And that is where Eric has explained that he wants to have this girlfriend because she's a 12th grader and he wants the status. Mm-hmm. And Jason, uh, so she and Eric are talking and she's like, hey, can you make sure you come later because we got to get my cat or you got to take my cat over to get neutered because that my new kitten that my daddy just bought me. Yeah. And, she, and he's carrying all of her books and she's giving him like a list of errands to run. And then she's like, she starts to walk out and she comes back in. She's like, well, there's a hint of winter in the air. Not yet. Okay. After she says all that and then she kisses Eric on the cheek uh-huh. and she turns and she walks away. Oh, and she's then, like, Ooh, then the Jason, cheek. Jason walks over and goes, wow, the cheek, huh? That's really working out for you, huh? And Eric's like, she's a 12th grader. This is important. This is my status. And he goes, okay, well, make sure you get your, make sure you go out later and you get neutered, okay? <laughs> and he says, no, it's the, it's the cat. And he goes, okay, well, maybe it can be a two, a two, for, for, one. two for one special, unless it's already too late for you. And everyone's just like, <laughs> damn, Jason. Yeah, Jason was really hardcore this episode and he was trying to save his best friend and that's when she turns around and she comes back and she goes there's a, chi- a hint of winter in the air can i need you before we leave today can you go out you and know, drive my car drive my car 45 minutes for 40 minutes and heat up the seat heaters and <laughs> let the car warm up so it's nice and toasty when i when i get in it okay I don't know why I turned to Mr. Mackey. Guys are bad, I'm kind. And uh, uh, Eric goes, okay. Or he, he like... He's just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, sure. Because Jason just gave him hell. And she says, oh, don't you mean uh, yes, puddin'? Or, and he's just go like... Ahead. She, he's, she says, say yes, puddin'. And he goes, uh, yes. And Jason, or she like stands there looking expectantly and leans towards him. And Jason goes, I believe she's looking for a pudding. (laughs) (laughs) When you do, when you act these out, I feel like I'm watching the episode over again. It's really good. Yeah, we forgot it already. So it's good that you're (laughs) seeing it again. Uh, So I, I thought that was fantastic. Jason was uh, fantastic. This episode. He really, really was. Just all in all. So that's the full episode. That's yes. Go back and put that five minutes ago, and that's where it was. Yeah. We're just a little all over the place with this we one. We are a little all over it the place. It was mostly me. You you did really good holding it together. I just kind of was skipping around. I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I gave you your own fashion corner. Yes. Thank you for my fashion corner. What a kind and generous person Tanya's 90s closet. Tanya's... Tanya's... Tony's 90s closet. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, the episode's over. Uh, I want to be the first to say, damn good job. That, what a good episode. It Tanya, was, what'd you think? Tanya, it was so Tanya's good. fashion corner. <laughs> it was so good. Um, there were so many good moments in it. Uh, but the clothes were the best part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the best joke you've heard all day, huh? So, um, just from a writing standpoint, the, the the episode gelled so well together, and it it was the best we've seen of so many characters. Yes. Um, Sean wasn't great in this episode, but he wasn't supposed to be. Mr. Feeney was fantastic. Mr. Turner was the best he's been yet. Yes. Um, Corey was very good. And, and as always, Corey, with his timing, uh, there were a few times where he just had perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like when he, um, Mr. Feeney came and he saw the door and Corey's like, oh, and Mr. Feeney says something else. And he's like, well, well, you know, like when you knew, I know that you know, Corey. And he's like, oh, and then he holds up his hand and he says, my hands are clean. And then Mr. Feeney points to his pointer finger and Corey goes, ooh. <laughs> like, it was just really good. The, his timing, again, is just impeccable And facial as expressions. Yeah, that's true. Very good. That's true. Unfortunately, this is an audio medium. I wish that, like, we can't do it justice to be like, oh, and then his face was like this. <laughs> yeah. I did a face there. Yeah, he um, did. 
So just his, trust me. His nose was like squinched up and his eyebrows were up and his mouth kind of was like don't, making like an O-ish. I said I would give look. you Tana's, Tanya's fashion yeah, Tanya. corner. Don't you dare put me in Tanya's fashion corner. I wasn't talking about your clothes. I can today. What is a face but clothes for the body? <laughs> um. That was so good. I'm so smart. Anyway, uh, it was just, it was so, <laughs> she has lost it. <laughs> She can't continue. This has been Tanya's Fashion Corner. Uh, what is the face that clothes <laughs> for the body? It wasn't that good. I hate it when she laughs too hard at one of my jokes because then it makes me think, now the joke is over forever. <laughs> um, anyway, she's still laughing. Good God. I can't even edit any of this because it's like the constant laughter in the background. Oh boy! Okay, I'm done. I'm good. So, the episode was so well written, and I feel like well rounded with everybody. Um, we didn't see Topanga, and that's a bummer. Yeah, but I, there were so many characters in this one that right. there was no way they could have thrown her in. Like, yeah, there was no place for her to go. She wouldn't have fit, and it would have dragged the episode a little mm-hmm. bit because th- this the episode really was bang from here to bang to mm-hmm. here to bang to here. Um, well, and I think. One of the reasons why it was hard for me to, like, explain it in order is just because the B-plot was, was like, a big B-plot. Like, Eric's plot was almost... It was a very almost, big B. <laughs> it was a very big B. Um, it was just as, like, long time running as the A-plot. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a separate show intermixed in there. Mm-hmm. That's... I think that's why like my brain was like jumping the wrong way because I feel like in discussing the show I want to discuss like Corey's side of it like fully and then discuss Eric's side of it fully because they're two so different like stories. This is a really bad time to go ahead and make an excuse for yourself. <laughs> so I think what's fantastic about it too is not only is is the the episode well written from this episode from this mm-hmm. 22 minute standpoint um but it's well written in the sense where not only is the plot running through for this episode but you're watching the plot run through so far this season right you're watching mr turner try harder and tr- realize that he needs to relate to the kids better right um you're watching Corey realize that his friend's a pain in the ass and he needs to figure out how to handle him mm-hmm. um you're watching eric do the same thing he always does but jason came in and and showed him how he was acting right so he didn't really grow in this episode but the seeds are there for growing in later episodes right i think too though you're watching um the parallels of like Mr. Feeney and Mr. Turner and Mm -hmm. seeing what they could be together, like how they can help these kids together. Right. Because Mr. Mr. Feeney has made it clear and we haven't explained that very well, but Mr. Cleany. (laughs) (laughs) Cleany. Mr. Cleany. (laughs) Like, oh no. Oh God, Mr. Clean! I can't stop picturing Mr. Clean commercials <laughs> with Mr. Feeney in them. Corey walks into the office and the chair turns around and it's just Mr. Clean standing there with a magic eraser. <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. I don't. All right. Anyway, what was I saying? So we we haven't explained it very well, but. It's been very clear in these last few episodes that Mr. Feeney and Mr. Turner, uh, Mr. Feeney doesn't think very highly of Mr. Turner. And I, mm. he doesn't. He's He made comments in the first episode about how uh, he doesn't need to dumb himself down to the children's level and he needs to be a better teacher. And he implies that, like, that's not how we should be a teacher. You need to lead, not be a student. I think I see it differently than you because I think that Mr. Feeney is a I mean he's a teacher at his core and he expects like evolution from everyone. Sure, so but he, he... I think he sees what Mr. Turner can be and he's setting that bar for him. I don't think that he thinks less of him. 
But I think that he, the way that he is responding to Mr. Turner is the way that you saw him respond to the students in the first season. He oh. didn't not like Corey. He loves Corey. I definitely see where you're coming from there. But I also, that that also implies that he feels like Mr. Turner isn't good where he's at right now. So he doesn't think highly of what he, what he is capable of right this second. Okay. Um, he wants him to be a better teacher. But he also, like, when he came into the, to the episode while they were discussing the Scarlet Letter, the only thing written on the board was A for mm-hmm. the, the Scarlet Letter. And Mr. Feeney goes, okay, they won't tell me about it. Uh, you can get back to discussing the letter A. Good luck with that. And walks out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you can see that Mr. Turner wants his um, his acceptance yes. so badly. Yes. Um, and he's willing to work to figure out how to get there. Yes. And you can see that when he's talking to Corey that like he, I think, understands Mr. Feeney better than Mr. Feeney understands him. Um, like he sees, he sees where Mr. Feeney is coming from better than Mr. Feeney is willing to, I guess, get to know Mr. Turner and where he's coming from. Right. Yeah. But it's just been really interesting to see so far this season. And I, I, I I appreciate that so much about this season so far. I mean, Mm -hmm. just the, the, the growth we're watching. Um, and like I said, that was pretty clear from the first episode that that's, how they were approaching this? Well, they've they're very good at integrating new characters. Mm-hmm. Like we had these core people in the first season that we like sort of grew up with for that first season, mm-hmm. and then they integrated these characters in, like Mr. Turner, where we're getting like blips of him. Mm-hmm. Like he has a blip <coughs> in the classroom, a blip in the hallway, a blip in the classroom, and then he has like a heartfelt discussion. Um, or we get like the blips of Harley and the guys hanging out or whatever, but they've worked these people that are becoming so integral to the show, like in so perfectly there's, it's not, it's kind of seamless. Yeah. So it's so seamless that we're only on episode three of this season and it already feels like Mr. Turner is a part of the show Mm -hmm. and Harley and is Harley? Did I get it right that time? Yep, you did. Harley and Joey and Frankie are a part Mm -hmm. of this season. Like it's so, I don't know. They, they, they belong already. Right. Which is crazy because we had an entire season without them. And here we are three episodes into a new season. It's just like, Oh yeah, this is the show. Right. And in fact, we haven't had Topanga in two episodes, basically, mm-hmm. and it feels fine. Yes. When we didn't have Topanga in season one, it felt off. It really did. So um, it's it's really cool to see. or It's really interesting to see that they were able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Not only pull it off, but make it work even better. Yeah. Um, and we don't see Amy and Alan as much it's true. as in the first season. But when we do see them, they absolutely, the writers make it count. They are so funny. Like, so, so funny. They are so good at delivering lines. Amy's a little more... Sassy? She hits Alan a lot. She has, true. She has smacked Alan in every episode this season. I think that might be true. We, that should be our new watch. <laughs> slap watch smack watch yeah um so anything else you want to add about this episode before we wrap her up um i don't think so i just i i am surprised at how much i liked mr turner in this one he was very good yeah um, and i i'm starting to look forward to what he grows to be for them mm-hmm. so and i'm excited to see um mr feeney in that kind of mentor instead of just teacher to the kids he's he's becoming a mentor because mr turner does look up to him right and as a principal now the you know the teachers are but beneath him so Mm -hmm. now he has the teachers beneath him and the students beneath him Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's his natural role as a as a fellow teacher you know there wasn't a lot of authority there so he couldn't impart wisdom forcefully the way he's used to so now being the principal he's able to gather his teachers and Mm -hmm. and teach them more maybe we'll see more teachers and than than just we've already seen a whole bunch of different faculty members Mm -hmm. we've seen the janitor Mm -hmm. we've seen mr filch (laughs) Uh uh-huh whoever that guy was Uh 
Um, I feel like we've seen another someone that works at the school. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm wrong. I but they're definitely like sprinkling people in more, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like the world is becoming bigger. And I think that's what's really, really cool is that like Corey's world goes from like smaller and we're watching it expand, I think, each episode. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very nice. Yes. It is very nice. It's very nice. Anything it's else you'd like to say? To watch. Any other clothes you want to bring up before we go? No, just like you're going to hear more about their clothes because I would wear yeah. all of these outfits. I'm not kidding. This constantly. is a new segment on our show. <laughs> we just need to think of a better name. As soon as we think of a better name, it's official. Okay. Until then, you don't have a segment. Oh, <laughs> I thought I had one. I thought you gave it to me already. It's there. It just needs to be named. Okay. Uh, so uh, before we go, just uh, we didn't have a commercial this episode. We didn't. Um, we had the fashion corner. It was kind of intentional. I want to do something there. I'm just not sure how to make it work. Here's what I was thinking. If there's anything, if there's anything that anybody out there wants there to be an impromptu commercial about, or somebody you want us to shout out, like that would be a chance for us to do it. We do a commercial where we say, thanks to Mr. Kalini for everything you do for me. (laughs) But we have had a lot of great feedback lately. We appreciate everybody as always. Yeah, thank but... you for it because it's really nice to hear. Like, even if it's just like, maybe don't do that anymore. Like, right. I, I'm okay with that because you're listening and you're telling me what I can do better. Yeah, we have a new theme song. We have new artwork now, a new um, um, uh, Twitter icon. Nobody, I mean, nobody follows us on Twitter, but... We have 30 followers on Twitter. But our Twitter icon is... The same as our episode icons. Yeah, so it's and really it's cool. done by our friend Diego, uh, and he's amazing. He is literally the best graphics guy I know. And and all you have to do is say, so uh, we need a graphic for this thing. And mm-hmm. he made my um, graphic for my Etsy shop, and it's the most amazing thing on earth. Like when he sent it to me, I was just ecstatic. And I feel that way about our um our show logo too. Yeah, he, he's made graphics for every show I've done, which is a lot. And <laughs> um, it's always fantastic. And he just gets better and better. And yeah, Tanya's shop icon or whatever. Was... Even like my my daycare yeah. one is gorgeous. Like, it is just gorgeous. Yeah, we're going to have to link some of his artwork or some of his yes. the stuff he's done on our Twitter. So yeah. if, if you want to see any of his stuff, go check out our Twitter. But I mean, he he doesn't charge much, and he's a great dude. So, well, and you can find him at Dinero Primero, D I N E R O, P R I M E R O. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, I think that's about it for us. Yeah. That's Gonna wrap it. her up. I have no idea how long this episode's been going on. It's, do you? I think eighty-five years. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's been a short one. Really? A shorten. All right. So you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. That stands for Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Which is the name of the show you're listening to. Uh-huh. You can find us. You can email us at... BMGMBMW at gmail.com. The, the stark difference. Stop bragging. One of us has had time to sit in the car and recite it over and over and over <laughs> again. One of us has not. I have other things to do. So, uh, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 2, Episode 3. I don't know the actual episode number, but I really like calling it Season 2, Episode 3. I think three. it's like 14? Sure. Season 2, Episode 3. It might be 15. Season 2, Episode 3. Season 2, Episode 3, which would be 15. Season 2, Episode 3. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs>